Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the after show for God Friended Me. This is season two, episode five, The Greater Good. And we are so excited because we know everything happens for the greater good. So tune in and watch the after show. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Let the buzz begin. Hey. Oh, let the buzz begin. Oh, oh wait, this is a little, let me. Slow it down. Slow it down. Okay. Hey. hey, welcome to the after show for God Friended Me. This is season two, yes. episode five, and we're going to sprinkle in a little flavor from episode four because we missed you last week, but no worries, we're doing it all right now. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I am your ever so glad to be here and talking anything about the Lord, your host, Jamie Alexander. And to my left, I have my beautiful ladies who I'm going to let introduce themselves. Well, you know, me and Jesus' besties, your mm. favorite Afro-Latina, Franceli Chavin here. Okay, you already know me and God is like this, okay? Y'all might be right here, but we're right here. I am one of your hosts, Rochelle. That's right. So God friended us, and we are talking God friended me. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. So what we're going to do today is go a little bit over episode four, because we missed you guys last week. Then we're going to talk about I was afraid to say it. We had a couple people in this episode who were afraid to say things that maybe if they said them early, it would have been different, but they said them when they said it. So we're going to talk about that and the fake breakup, because we got to dig really into Rakesh and what him and Jaya and this shenanigans they created. (laughs) And we want you to stick around because we have some really fun news and gossip. And of course, our special segment, God Speaks, where we share something we heard during the week where God spoke to us because he's our friend. So let's dive right in. So, okay, before we go all the way into episode five, just briefly, Share with me some nuggets from all those yesterdays, which was the name and the title of the episode four. I really loved that episode, which was the last episode from last week. What did you guys think? Um, I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, it did lose me a little bit. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not gonna say I don't know if it was just long or not, but it was really deep. It was really good. Um, my favorite part is at the end when Miles get back the friend requests. So. I'm excited for that. Wait, when Miles got back to what? He got the friend request back. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That was nice. So basically, you guys, we lost joy last episode. You know, a lot of people on the the social (laughs) webs feel really good about that. And even on our live chat, you know, Ivan said joy's finally gone. Finally. Ivan. I don't know how I felt about that. I mean... Listen, we always, it takes a while to, like, warm up. And I was just warming up to her, and now mm-hmm. she's gone. So I kind of feel a little bit on the fence about it. Some kind Aww. of way. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of with you with, like, like I actually liked her. Mm-hmm. So I thought she added a great flavor. Like I said, everybody is so nice. And, like, Rakesh and Kara, everybody's so pie in the sky. And she was just like, no, I'm doing it. I'm going. And, blah, 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 blah. and I kind of liked that, you know, just it added something different. But I also, what I really liked is how she made her decisions and before she made a lot of the decisions that she made she told Miles to trust her and I'm actually able to trust her and sometimes when people say stuff like that it makes you nervous but she did a really good job so we love that she was able to meet her daughter and 
you know, she never revealed that it she was the mother, which I think was the right thing to do, I Although, guess. Although, the way you... she was throwing a little shade at the end at the beach with the mom, mm. the mom picked up on the it. The mom like, picked up. This yeah. is spidey sense yep. that women have. I'm trying to tell all of y'all out there that seem to second guess that women's intuition. <laughs> well, the Lord gave it to us, okay? okay? So, there we go. That's the gift. You should trust the gift and know that the spidey sense is tingling and we know. I think she knew, but there was also like this knowing like, look, I'm not going to mess it up. I'm going to let, I see she's happy. I'm going to let her live her life. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to be a witness and I'm glad that I was able to help. I think it was like this hidden like you know that I know, and I know mm-hmm. that you know, but we're not going to say nothing. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not mad at that. So shout out to Joy for being mature and handing that, you know, the, handling that the right way. And now the friend requests are back in Miles' hands. He yes. has a new friend request up in here. First of all, there's a lot of new things going on. Can we talk about um, <clears throat> Adam Gray? We got Kara Ooh. back at Catapult. Ooh. <laughs> there was some flirting going on over there. All the eyes. All, the oh, all of it. Kara is living her best life. I was like, ooh. I, didn't, I don't think it was too much flirting. But I heard, I seen y'all. Subtle y'all popping off. I, maybe because I'm tears. living my best life, I was I was here for it. <laughs> and I, I guess my eyes are a little hazy now. And I'm just like, do you? Boo? Maybe that's what it was. My bad. So wait, 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 wait okay. a second. So you're not team Kara Miles? Like you're team... Have I ever been Karen Monster? <laughs> have I ever been? Ooh, no shade, well, no tea. <laughs> I, was, right I think I was here for him and DJ. Right oh, I remember here, that. Right here yeah. on the Godfriend of Me panel. She's team Adam and Karen. You know, I've never been, you know, I love Kara. She, you know, we were just doing our research on her. She's 22 years young, and she's doing her thing. 22. So we are proud of you, um, you know, as a human being. As of the character on the show, you know, I'm not a fan of it. Because... She be, she be playing. She do be playing. So Carol, if you going to play, play the right way. And I think she's about to do it. Yeah. Oh. Get, and if you do it right, girl, you might get your office back. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, I'm just saying. Hmm. Let's keep it. Let's, let's keep it real <laughs> this PG. This is a ladies. good, godly show. Let Ooh, me bring it on back. That felt good, though. <laughs> <laughs> you got to say something. I wasn't mad. I'm not going to front. Right when Adam walked up, I was like, ooh. He is fine. Let's not play. Listen, I ain't gonna lie. He's good on the ass. And let's not act like we don't have work husbands. Yes. Okay, work husband. Okay. I can do... mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, he wanted better. He said, baby, we can shine together. And that was really nice. It really was, because he was showing that he had no malicious thoughts. He was just like, baby, we we could both get it. Which is not something you typically see in a character in his position. You know, a male coming into the office, being new, and showcasing all his pizzazz, like... To get the number one spot and know he's capable, then be like, hey, I've got something. You can come and share this with me. We don't really get that much from these types of characters. So it was nice to see him not flooded with his ego and able to open them doors. And what I like as well is that he kind of forced her to read her stuff because he knew... Because he's been reading her. She just haven't been checking for him because he overheard her. So the fact that <laughs> he true. put on that bet, he knew he was going to win because she a little dusty. He, she already know. He read her stuff. She a little dusty? <laughs> <laughs> wow. My bad friend. But I'm just saying, you know, she been in Paris. <laughs> you know, she ain't been. You she know, really somebody leave and then there. you try to come back like you really the number one spot. No, baby, things have changed. Yeah. So he put her up for it knowing that she was going to be cocky and do her well, thing. I think and that she didn't make it. So therefore, for her to back her stuff up, she had to read his thing. She can't be like, oh, you didn't do better than me. How are you going to say you did better than me and you didn't read my stuff? Yeah. Well, I think it's a great message of 
shaking things up, right? Like, it's like we can get into a pattern, we can get into this groove, and we're doing great, Mm -hmm. but we are creatures of habit, and sometimes that habit then becomes stale and old, and it doesn't help our mental the same way, it doesn't help our physical the same way. That's why even when you go into the gym, they're like, you gotta switch it up. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't always be on the bike this time. Do some weights, because your body gets accustomed to it, and, and the mind is part of the body, too, and your mind gets used to seeing and being in the same places and doing the same thing so I really love the overall message of tonight's episode about switching things up and not trying to do things like everyone else because a lot of times we think that the formula to success is by looking at our neighbor don't mind the speck in your neighbor's eye focus on your own okay message so you know instead of worrying (laughs) about what's going on next door friend you gotta worry about what's going on right here and trying to do it the way your neighbor did it might not give you the same success Mm -hmm. one plus one equals two in math not in my path versus your path come on there you go was those bars I think I heard some bars I think she did okay and just to um, just to finish up with that and piggybacking off a friend is that um what I wrote for Cara is that she had new writing um, challenges, so there's going to equal new yes. growth. So it's going to make her a better writer. Yeah, and that's something that Miles says. He re- he said change brings you forward, and I love that because that was very true. And I love there was another perspective that Kara sh- set, uh, shared where she said starting over is not a bad thing. And I'm a fan of it. Like, I'm a military brat. We had to move every two or three years. I never had a choice. It was like, well, we starting over. Whether I missed friends, wanted to do this, it, it was like change moves you forward. And so, yeah, they had a great point with that. And I'm excited to see on Kara's front how she takes this change and makes herself even better at Catapult in her new position here. Thank you for sharing that. I want to hear more about this. Yeah, no, it's good. I'm very grateful for my upbringing in that because it forced me to adapt. And, you know, which is what I think Kara's going to have to do, too, especially now the bar has been set just a little bit higher. Not because this dude is always so much better, but because he's different. You got somebody on the chat? Somebody said something? They're just, they, they're, <laughs> mad, they're mad at you, sis. <gasps> oh, they're mad no. at you for bosh, boshing. Look, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what happened to Boshman party? They, they're, they're mad that you're bashing Kara. Really? Like, oh, bashing? Okay. Wait, what, what's happening? What's, we're not really bashing her. No, yeah. we love Kara we as love a character. Kara. Right. Right. I'm trying to see what they say so I can respond correctly. <laughs> but y'all both, y'all all know Kara be playing games. She'd be like, oh my God, Miles, I want to be with you. Oh, I can't right now. Oh my God, I love you. But I can't say it right now. Right. So I just right, right, right. No, friends. Seriously, I'm all here for her. The, my main thing is just that she be playing. Like, I'm a straightforward person. And she just be Cut playing with She just stop playing with me, girl. Like, they going country to country. What's up? That's all. Kara's cool people. You know we love her and all that good stuff. And I just said I'm willing for her to live her best life. I'm team... God friended me. Stop playing. <laughs> Stop playing with me. Man. Whatever that means. Even if her and Adam might have something in the future, <clears throat> you didn't hear it from me. Okay. So, <laughs> so yes, I love that, and we're excited to see how um, that direction goes. So, we got this new friend request. Um, our second topic was I was afraid to say it. We discovered that the Bishop of New York had some things. Um, that he did not say up front. There were some skeletons in his closet. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to sing a little song, but we're not going to do that because I think such and such is canceled. Um, so, yes, we've got him out here. And, you know, the Bishop of New York, his daughter Claire was the friend's suggestion. And I think that what she was doing was an extremely noble cause. And this is the perfect picture of purpose and passion. But I do think there needs to be... Um, 
you know, strategy and structure when you do things like this. So she had a great idea, but what do you guys think about her father calling the hospital to have her removed from the situation for stealing medication, for running her own clinic for people who don't have uh, their paperwork? I think maybe he needed a do you think that was the right thing to do? Or do I you think, feel like... I think I see... Of course, we see why he did it. So it's definitely understanding. But to get her fired, and that's on her record, and that's what she went to school to do... That's no. harsh. But what he did was good, too, because then she... If if it was me, or you, or you, and we got in trouble for that, we got fired, they would have pressed charges. We would have <gasps> had... We would have been in jail. We would have been more than that. So he did do it the right way, just in case she gets caught. But, you know, they're... Very honest people. That, yeah. Because if it was me, I probably would have been like, I would have told my kid, like, you know, da, 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 da. Maybe you should just stop and keep it like that. But he was really honest. He even went to, he even stepped down. They are honest. Well, he kind of low-key had to, right? Because I think he, like you said, she could have got arrested and this and that, but he kind of used his power in politics to sweep that part under the rug. And I guess he kind of felt the weight of that injustice within himself. Right. And step down. I mean, down. conviction will do that. Conviction. You know, that's the thing. It's like, I wouldn't say, <laughs> I think sometimes we give ourselves too much of the benefit of the doubt. Like, we're really honest. We're really great. I think we all struggle. We all have good and bad. We we all are trying to do well, but we don't always want to do well. Let's keep it real. Mm-hmm. I don't always want to keep it that real. Right. There are things that are very hurtful and painful that we don't want to grudge back up and I think that's part of the reason why he didn't tell his daughter this dark secret mm-hmm. even though it's like uh duh you guys relate look how better your relationship would have been or could be if you would have said this sooner yeah I mean hindsight is twenty twenty. we could say that all that now yeah. after we see the revelation of it right <laughs> that they're going to AA meetings together, but again, at the time, what you're thinking is the pain of this, what this will do, the ramifications, but in time, through personal relationship with whatever it is you're using to work on becoming a better version of you, then there's this conviction that happens within your gut that starts telling you, hmm, Maybe I really do need to do the right thing. Maybe I really do need to say what I need to say. And I think that that's what happened in this episode. It's really about conviction more so than they're just really good, honest people. Yeah, Yeah, the truth will set you free. I mean, it's probably easier to lay it out all on the table rather than be looking over your shoulder. Like, did they know I stole something last month, two months ago? Am I good? Like, oh, they want to talk to me. You know, there's just all these things. And I think also at the time, because he could relate to being, um, you know, a user that he wasn't sure what she was up to and that it probably, it could have potentially been worse for her had he not shut it down. Wow, that's so good. Yeah. Well, I have a question for the panel. I've been in the in the live chat is talking about addiction being genetic. Do you think generational curses yeah. are real in that way? Like you can pass down alcoholism. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm 100% sure. Yeah. A lot of the times I, I wasn't shocked to see that he went through it. As a matter of fact, when he was going to say what he said, you know, how Miles picked up on you, he was like, wait a minute, you said that you understood how she felt and you didn't finish your sentence. What did you mean by that? Mm-hmm. I mean, right at that moment, I knew because a lot of this stuff is hereditary. 
So, yeah, if you want to break those generational curses, I think they both had hand in that because, yes, he went through 20 years and some got passed down, but she's been sober for two. But now they're working together to break that bond. So he broke it for 20 years. She broke it for two. Next person might not even have to go through it at all because now they're working as a team. Well, do you think if he would have said something? Because, again, how do you know what to pray off, right, in terms of what can be generationally passed down to you if families aren't? Telling the truth. You know, again, families keep so many secrets, then you don't know what's being passed down. Like, I'm sure, again, well, not sure. We saw it in the episode. She had no idea that this was in her family. She thought she was the black sheep, that he was ashamed of her. Like, there's all this stuff that comes with it, right? This guilt and shame. But all in all, he wasn't ashamed of her. He was ashamed of himself. He was looking in the mirror. That's wild. I just uh, just adding on to what you guys are saying. One thing that um, I love being transparent, and I'm so grateful that I have a mom that's very transparent with me. So everything that I go through, if she's been there or done that, I see it in a human form, and that you can overcome it. So I can overcome it, and um, I'm happy that he got that breakthrough because now he can see and see a testimony that all of that is shame that he's ashamed of himself was a blessing for someone else. Like you should never be embarrassed of your past because God put you through it so you can be a testimony for someone else. Yeah. You know, and it needs to come from Him. You know, like just like kids, kids will not listen to their parents, but they'll listen to their idol. You know what I'm saying? So if Cardi B say you, you really need to stop smoking or something, right. it's gonna sound different than when your parents say stop smoking. Yeah. So it's just like, you got to go through it so you can pass it on and, you know, excuse me, be an example for someone else. So I'm happy he went through that and, you know, because everybody should. You should not be embarrassed of anything you've been through. It's a blessing that he came from it. 20 years? Come on now. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's amazing. I am a little shocked. I don't want to say disappointed because you can never force when someone's ready to unfold and share that type of information. But the fact that she said um, she thought that he thought she was weak and that he was ashamed of her, it's just... If he would have been a little bit more transparent early on, Mm -hmm. like even when he saw the signs right out the bat, I feel like as humans, we relate to each other most when we can be like, you know... Oh my God, you know, I had sex at 16 too, or I had an abortion too, or my parents beat me, or whatever it is. But when you relate to someone, especially on something so heavy as addiction, because it leaks into your whole life, I just feel like he could have been there for her more, especially because her mother left because of it. So I just kind of wish he would have revealed this information a little earlier because she would have been able to take his advice instead of just like oh my god my dad's picking on me he's ashamed he thinks I'm weak it could have been like no he feels this is the only he he understands Mm -hmm. and he's my father like I feel like that would have given her a lot of Even space. if it would have been like, oh, like, um, like a, making an imaginary person. Like, right. oh, like my uncle back home or, you know, an old friend I had in high school. this, And he will always be able to back it up. To just, correlate. Yeah. And then one day now he would be like, you remember what I used to tell you about Uncle Jimmy? That was me. Then she would have been like, ah, oh, you, know, <laughs> you Uncle Jimmy, oh my God, <laughs> this whole time. You know, <laughs> but let her feel like she's not alone and yeah. show, you can show somewhere without revealing yourself that you understand that you're compassionate, that you see her, you know, and that's all she wanted to do. Yeah. I think that's most of us with our parents. It's just like you just want, as long as my mama know I'm good, I don't care what nobody else say. You know what I'm saying? Like, God forbid, if I was an alcoholic or something like that, my mom is just like, it's okay. We're taking it day by day. I don't care less what anybody else say. And you need that, especially when you're going through that addiction stuff. It's that it it produces dopamine when you get that love from other people. And that kind of brings down the need to, like, you know, consume. Get it from somewhere else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that. 
Yeah. So that was good. I'm so glad to see the relationship come for full circle. And even though I didn't, <laughs> I don't want to be rude. I'm so, I was like, I didn't see her ask for a partner in the clinic, but now she has one, which is great. Um, so yeah, that's amazing. I'm excited to see that the whole thing worked full circle Yeah. for them. Um, so the second person who was afraid to say it is we can talk about Arthur Finer. <sighs> Trish didn't want him to get a job. He was respectful of it, but he wanted to dip his little pinky toe in. Just a little pinky toe. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So he put his little pinky toe in just to see what the Bishop of New York was talking about and if he could handle imbalance. And it turned out that it was a no for him. But he was also afraid to say up front that this is something... He said it's something that he wanted to do, and she gave a little rebuttal, then he did not say it again because he was afraid. Mm -hmm. What do you guys think about that situation? I know you had some thoughts about... Letting your man fly free, and if he wants to dibble and dabble into something, I don't know. I I have again. Jamie brought up a great point. They're they're an older couple, so I'm looking at it from a lens of like my age bracket. So excuse me on that part, because yeah, I mean, if they're retired, they should enjoy retirement and travel and all that. But there's just something about this overbearingness I feel a little bit about Trish. Like I just Mm -hmm. want you all to myself, and I want you, and let's spend time together. And I'm just like. Don't you want your partner to be able to have purpose and a life outside of you so that when you guys are spending all this time together, you have things to talk about and really unpack about mm. their day. Like, go, fly, be free, and come back, and let's, mm-hmm. let's do it. I want just adding on to that, I think we need to learn more about Trish because I don't know her personality. Right. But um, what I think what I can relate to is that I've noticed that I don't feel the best of myself when I'm not being productive. Um, that's and I guess fair. that's my little sense of feeling purpose. If I'm not moving and grooving and I don't see any type of hay weight in anything, it just be weight loss or it could be making money or braiding hair, whatever the case is, I got to feel like I'm being productive. Mm-hmm. His whole life was the church and that's not that anymore. It's just him and moving in. That's why they can hook up that house in 48 hours. Right. You know what I'm saying? But he got to have from someone who, like he said, he misses feeling useful. From someone who dealt Thank with you. hundreds and thousands of people to now I'm just at home chilling with my boo. Like, <laughs> I need to do something. I'm trying to tell you, it doesn't work for everybody. And that's part of the like being equally yoked. I think that it's so important to find a partner who is the yin to your yeah. yang, that understands what you need and helps you fill your cup and vice versa. Like, if you know I'm the type of personality that this is what I need, although if your love language is quality time, because that's what it sounds like Trisha's love language is, right? Yeah. So again, quality, quality time. time. So obviously Arthur Finer is willing to compromise on that, yeah. but then you need to compromise on what his love language is, which is clearly acts of service. service. But the way that you get that is through communication. And yeah. Clearly they was not communicating. Yep. And if he, she, I'm sure, she seems like a really dope lady. Like, I feel like she would understand. He just want to do something like once a week or help out or blase, yeah. blase. That's it. But I feel like besides that, I think she is looking out for his well-being. You are old enough. You passing it down. Baby, relax. I'm here. Baby. You know? Baby, <laughs> just turn it down a little but bit. But I can't wait to for us to see more about Trish so yeah. we can see if she's right if she is overbearing or if she's understanding yeah I know I think I'm on the fence because I I understand both sides right. um I'm I'm like that if I want to do something I'm I sometimes I can't even think I'm just doing it I'm creating I'm moving I'm doing it I don't even know what to say so I don't want I would never want mm. somebody to make me feel like mm. I'm not fulfilling them or showing up for them because I want to do something for myself that yeah. I'm excited about, you know? So I understand author's side on that, but then I understand Trish's side where it's like, 
Well, I mean, I'm not, yeah, I'm not dating a 26-year-old. I don't want you to be at work all day, work, travel, trip. When do I see, like, you know, we're older. Like, what do we, I don't know, the consignment shop, she's not. Right. I'm like, how can they afford this apartment? Because <laughs> in New this York. This this house. Come on. Let's your apartment is this big for like 2000 over $2,000, you getting this. So they, they must have French moved out to Jersey. Flowers. That yeah. church must have been paying a good retirement stipend. Speaking of church paying retirement, some is retirement going to happen? Because since the Bishop of New York had stepped down, Ooh. he presented Arthur Finer with the whole job that didn't. Isn't that the job he didn't get last year that yeah. he was hoping that? So it's all coming full circle, like you said. It's all turn it around. Listen, I'm trying to tell you. Sometimes that's we think, oh man, God didn't give us this opportunity. But sometimes God's not saying no. God's just saying not right now. Not right now. So y'all think you should take it or what? Oh, should Arthur Ooh. take the job? That's a that's that's a tricky, tricky that's situation. Because what if he takes the job and he loses Trish? Ooh, no, don't do it. <laughs> don't oh do it. my god, <laughs> I don't want him to lose Trish. I don't want him to lose Trish either. And they just got to play. So I don't think she's just gonna walk out his life. It's a little tough. Um, um, Trish looks like she about the life. <laughs> Trish is Trish fine. Is right. Trish, going, I'm going back to the shop. Another man with a saxophone gonna come. Yeah. And uh, yeah. <laughs> with a saxophone, go Bye, boo. <laughs> Just kidding, Arthur. We love you. Yeah, we do. And you know what? I think I'll leave that one up in the air because I'm not sure if it's something that we can predict. Is he going to take the job or no? Mm. <sighs> dot, dot, dot. We're going to have to move on because I don't know. Tell us what you think in the chat. Do you think Arthur Finer is going to take the job as Bishop of New York? Or do you think he should or he shouldn't? Please let us know. Help us out. You see us struggling. What do you think? We want to know. So <laughs> now let's breeze by this topic of the fake breakup. I'm really going to need Jaya and Rakesh to pull it together. I oh. want them to be adults too. It feels like this episode <laughs> is all about people who don't want to say what they really need to be saying. And wh- so what do we think about dinner at Jaya's house with Jaya's parents? That I am grateful <laughs> that my mom is not bugging about me having a bugging and bugging because they serious well it's the culture right like they come from a culture where like arranged marriages and also like families coming together and like making sure that the I mean that whole thing it's so we can't really judge it because it's culturally appropriate we're not not judging I just didn't see it coming outside swiped because again the last time we've seen the parents they didn't like him so Mm -hmm. I didn't know what was coming so for them to be like yes let's get engaged I was like whoa that went from zero to a hundred real quick real quick but it I mean it really does go it it tested their relationship about whether or not they're really ready conversations that I'm sure they haven't had Mm -hmm. that now they're forced to have Mm -hmm. but I really don't think they went about this plan properly like the fake firing clearly backfired and now you think (laughs) this fake breakup about to work come on y'all they're exhausting my prediction is that literally like because this is how they do in this culture when they find out that they broke up the, the next dinner they gonna have another gentleman she there That's because they're prediction. ready they're ready for oh, her to be married for and for grandchildren she so straight up put that they're on about her. to be bringing a whole bunch of suitors presenting them like okay this one no okay this one mm, and then they handed that. off her salary they're like don't worry about it Jaya makes great money Excuse as a nurse me? I was like Jaya will be holding down all the bills clearly but look I'm not no I get that I love culture I'm all about culture my thing is is that us this new 2019 remix we not looking for marriage and kids immediately or a lot of us aren't you know a lot of us are focused on 
our careers, our mental health, um, our pockets, our weight. Like, those are the main things. And then it's like, you know, if love comes along, well, at least for me, it's like when love comes along, that's when it comes along. I'm just going to continue to just prepare for what I'm praying for. But as in for them, they were just, they're having fun. They love each other. I think, like, when it happened, naturally, that's when they were going to go for it. Yeah. So it's yeah. just like, it's just that clash of culture and today's society of us new kids. That's where it clashes. Because yeah. if it was 20 years ago, they probably would have never been an issue. But because us, us, our new generation, that's what I was looking for. Our new generation, we move differently. So it's and not about the culture. To. It's just that we're just different. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I see both sides of that coin because it's very true. The, the world isn't the same as it was 50 years ago. So there is a different way that we're doing things. And I do think it's extremely healthy to get to know who you're dating before you decide to marry or even after you have decided make the moves that will deepen your relationship so you really understand what's going on so two three years down the line you're not like oh my god if I had only known you know what I mean but then on the other side I'm not mad at her parents because we got to be dating with a purpose like Mm. is it what are we doing you're not going to be test driving me for three four five years to figure out what you're going to do so how old are they I don't know. Let the church say amen. You know what I mean? Like, date with a purpose. Like, you either see me as a wife. That's what, for me, that's what dating is for. Wow. To see if we want to get married. Yeah. Not yeah. to see, you know, so. For people who are dating with intention. Cause dating with intention. There are people who like to date just casually. Yeah, they ca- just want to mm-hmm. have fun. Mm-hmm. But if you are looking for a relationship, then ultimately the ultimate relationship is, is marriage, marriage. If that's what you want. Right? Because yeah. I don't want to alienate people. There are people out there that don't want to get married and don't want kids. So power to you. But if that is something that you're looking for, then yes, don't waste my time. Let's be dating Everybody with a purpose. If you don't see me as future material, then then. Don't waste my time. <laughs> that part. I mean, just saying. So I think that's fair. I'm not mad at her parents. Sometimes we need a little old school push. So I guess we'll see how it goes. They seem to be on the same page and comfortable. So you know what, though? I feel like next week, one of them is going to have a different story. And I don't know what it is. Either one of them is going to be like super ready. Like, oh, is it so bad? That mm-hmm. my parents want to say, do you not see me like that or what? I'm guessing you think it is. But Jaya. I think they do see each other like that because Jaya said, when we're ready, then we'll take that step and we'll put the rest behind us. Which means she does want, she does see that with him. She because again, they could have, this could have ended. Like, this episode would have been, like, their breakup if she really didn't see True. a future with him. She does. She's just saying, look, like you said, new age. We're not rushing into that. We'll get there eventually. So, I think she sees it. And, of course, he sees it. He loves her. He's First of all, men don't do long-distance relationships for <laughs> Listen, men can't do right here <laughs> in The LA. valley to downtown. You know, like... <laughs> if you live in downtown dating somebody from the valley, it's a problem. I'm trying to tell you. So, the fact... <laughs> relationship with her in Minnesota, he clearly sees longevity as well. So I don't think that's a problem here. Yeah. So we'll see. I think somebody somebody might push an envelope next next, uh, episode. Maybe, maybe not. That's just my little guess. Um, So let's see. Yes, they went to dinner to lie to backfire to the breakup. So the little fake breakup, okay, that's good. So I think we kind of covered everything when it comes to the episode. Was there anything I missed? Did you guys want to add anything that you felt between the characters or something that stood out to you? Before we do the news and gossip, let's check these notes. Um, 
Yeah, I was just saying at first I was mad that he didn't share his past. Yeah, you know, about substance abuse, but we talked about that. So yeah, on my notes, so we are good. So we are good. That was the wrap up for that. So now we are going to do one of our favorite segments and dive in to some news and gossip. Ooh. After Buzz TV News. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, hey, friends. Hey. Yes, yes, yes. I'm here with the good news. Okay, so first we want to definitely shout out Bright. Brandon Michael Hall Miles, who plays Miles, excuse me. We know you, friend. You know, yeah. Brandon, look, <laughs> we shouting you out because this week he's been doing his thing. For one, we want to shout him out for supporting and um, what I've just learned from my co-host right here that he does this all the time. He is supporting um, the hashtag Lunchbags Brooklyn. Um, if you guys want to go ahead and add on that, you guys are a little more familiar about Well, this. you know, I kind of stalk him on social media. What's up, friend? <laughs> How you doing? So, yeah, I mean, Brandon, uh, fun fact, is a uh, preacher's kid in real life so for those who don't know that his mom's a minister and so through his you know philanthropy and his activism that's his form of ministry right and so offset this is what one of the causes and organizations that he really believes in is just they get together and they fill up little brown bags like lunch bags and they write little love notes um and it has a hashtag with a little heart and so it's and they hand it out to the homeless it's a really great cause they have hashtag lunch bag in New York but they also have it here in LA Mm -hmm. and so check them out maybe there's one in your local city that you can get involved with as well yes I always see it out here in Los Angeles that was my first time seeing it in Brooklyn so shout out to you Brandon thank you so much for showing and sharing your good deeds also (laughs) Fran is out here really doing his thing so he made his mark on Jeopardy so yes let's go as you guys can see on the next slide that we're going to pull up for you guys um, he showed that um, they asked the question what exactly yes. that we found out the Almighty is on Facebook on this Brandon Michael Hall show on CBS. And we already know what, who is, it was. what is God's friend in me? me? Come on, 5,000, Alex. 5,000. You got 10? Because we got this. Okay? Right. So, that congratulations. That would have been the only question I would have gotten right. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Immediately. I would have been like, ooh. <laughs> I know. I'm not that smart. <laughs> but yes, congratulations, congratulations to you for making your timeless mark on that timeless show. So, yes, yes that is it for this week. I'm sure he's going to have something else for us to talk about next week. Or Javicia, you know, she always doing her thing. Oh, man. Know. Magazine covers, movies. I mean, everyone's doing their thing. Speaking of people doing their thing, the live chat is like, oh my gosh, when are we going to have Miles and Kara on the show? The hardest thing is, they're in New York, and we're here in LA, and they're still shooting season two, but whenever they're in town... They really, really try to be here. And Javisi has been on the show before, yep, yes. which I'm really excited. But we're going to work our hardest, guys, to get them on here. And the fans were really happy. The one thing we did miss is that Rachel was on the show. The friend requests that we had oh. during season one, that they were happy yeah. to see her on this episode, that she had, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, had yeah, come back. And we love that about the show, how they, like, intertwine yep. older friend requests into the new friend requests. So yeah. that was good to see this evening. But yes, friends, for sure, we are working our hardest to have them yes. out here. We are on the West Coast. We're in Los Angeles. They are on the East Coast, so it's a little hard and tricky. Right. Um, but that is our goal. Like, we would love... We awesomely had the opportunity to talk to them timeless and timeless. Yes. <laughs> Whether it's on Instagram or right. things like that. Right. So they're watching. We're watching. Y'all watching. We're going to make this happen. We're going to manifest this. 
Okay. Yes, absolutely. I agree. We're going to work hard to make that happen. Um, all right, perfect. Thank you for that amazing news and gossip. That was great. Thank you, Grace. All right, so now we can dive into our special segment, God Speaks. Yay. So God Speaks is a segment where we talk about where God spoke to us at a certain point throughout the week and how it impacted our lives because God befriended us too. So, do you ladies have a moment that stood out to you this week where you felt like, oh my God, this was God speaking to me. This was something that, you know, came to me from the divine or intuition or anything that helped move you forward. Fran got one ready, so I'm going to let Fran go before I go. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting because this whole week has, I feel like the Lord's really been talking to me about focus and discipline and distractions. And so, basically, every... I listen. I, I'm turning a very special year this year, my Jesus year, the year of the promise, right? And so, I've been trying to get to November, right? And I've been trying to focus on that. And there's been all these things that have come to try to like distract me. And so, I've been hearing God say, "Stay focused. This is a distraction." Because when you're like really focused, like I talked about before, like working out, and you're like in this good positive thing, then all of a sudden someone calls you saying, "Oh, someone's talking bad about you," or like you went and got your yearly physical, and they're like, "Oh, there's this weird thing. We need to go do an X-ray." So all of a sudden you went from positive energy to like anxiety or anger and that all has just now distracted you from where you've been in your focus so be a lookout on that that's kind of what God's been saying to me this week wow I love that that. as in for me this is crazy like literally every single day all week I've been getting this one phrase so Mm. um and it's crazy like just last minute stuff so just started from like Wednesday Thursday Thursday is my that's when my bible study is for um one church um Sarah Jakes was preaching Woo! In demand. <laughs> Girl, are you in demand? Yes. And she was talking about preparing for what you pray for. And then it goes into, um, I had this girl who's like my little sister. Her name is Alexis. And we were talking and just catching up. I haven't seen her in months. And she was saying the same thing. Like, God has been leading on my heart. I like, preparing for what you pray for. Then it comes on the TV. Then yesterday I got a last minute. I braid here too because, you know, I make my money. And <laughs> it was a new client. I never met her before. We're talking and literally the same thing we're talking about. Preparing for what you pray for. So I think that's God just been speaking to me. From TV to friends to strangers to church, um, just everywhere, it's just been this main three words: prepare for what you're praying for. So I just want to share that to you guys. You know, you never be know. Prepared. Just you know, prepare for everything you're praying for. You never know when you're going to walk in into your season, and you rather be prepared for that opportunity to come and you miss it. So stay ready, so you don't gotta get ready. <laughs> that part. <laughs> but friend, how has God talked to you this week? Man, I've been getting so much messaging. I mean, it's really been an onslaught of things. Uh, One thing that I feel like stood out to me is in making a particular decision, I was able to see uh, where I'm getting stuck, where I'm getting sticky and holding myself back in places, especially because I made a declaration last week to move forward in some areas. And me saying that, I got an influx of like, oh, how is this person in my inbox talking about the same thing that I want to do? And now this person is coming to me with, so all these things are coming, but then it came time to, for me to make a big decision about something. And I was so nervous and wow. the stress that I put on myself just to simply make this decision was just like, yo, I'm feeling that and I'm doing that, but I'm also observing myself like, girl, do you see you, 
Where are you going to trust just a little bit? You are really, you've been in your mind for three whole days. Like, this is crazy. (laughs) It's very draining. So it was just kind of an opportunity to look at myself and see where I kind of don't need to be like that because I've always been supported. So I think just in a nutshell, the through line for me has been trust and it has been prepare what you pray for in a certain extent because it's like I am asking for these things and I'm being supported even though it doesn't look like what I think it should. I'm being supported, but then I'm still operating in this sense of fear for no reason. But at least this time I was able to see it was for no reason. So I'm hoping the next time something is brought to my plate, knowing that I don't need to respond in that way, hopefully I'll respond quickly and in more ease and just go ahead and move forward and relax. So that was kind of my little... You know, God spoke to me for the week. It well, was can good. We, can we shout out Bree for that angelic instrumental? Bree's our producer. <laughs> and I felt so good listening to y'all. <laughs> I felt like we was our own. <laughs> we did that. Shout we did out that. to Bree. <laughs> yes, I love it. Well, we are wrapping a little bit early. So I guess that just, um, you know, can leave us a moment just to kind of give just our anything in closing. Do you guys have any Let's maybe share with the people something that they can just wrap up and take on their week as they go. Well, before you say, I just want to thank you guys all for helping us be the ESPN of TV shows. We are so appreciative. We love absolutely everything we do and we will be nothing without you guys watching us. So thank you guys. Please make sure you guys keep on commenting. We love you guys engaging with us because it pulls on our little brain cells. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, think five stars. Yeah, so definitely if you guys are watching on YouTube, please subscribe and please um, go ahead and add us. And if you guys are listening on iTunes, please give us a stars. I got five on it. Okay. Five on it. Yeah, so thank you guys so much. We really appreciate you guys and we love you guys all. So thank you. Yes. Yeah. Well, I want to wrap things up with saying that I I really love tonight's episode again. I'm going to reiterate the switching things up. I love how Kara figured out a way to make their relationship work with the circumstances that they have. Like, look, we're not a normal couple. We can't do things normally. And that's that's the thing. Like, when when you're looking at what you do for a living, you might not be a regular nine to five person. You might be a freelancer or you might be going in the entertainment business. Like you're not doing the same path that everyone else is doing. And so that's good. You know, my prediction for next week, I'm sorry, everyone on the live chat is getting really mad at me about love triangles, but I do think that Adam is going to come and build a wedge because that's what happens. Like when you find a really good groove, distraction comes. And so they're finding a good groove in their relationship. Adam's going to try to start stealing her time because he's like come on this job with me and Miles is going to feel some type of way and we'll see how they figure that out this non-normal couple <laughs> Dang, no comment that was good Ooh, I mean, that that was. My prediction. no it's good I really, I really like that yeah so I mean the title of this episode was the greater good and I really do believe everything happens for the greater good so even though some of the characters didn't say things when we thought they could have said it to you know, make things better. And in the end, it all works out. And I think that that's something that not not only I try to keep in mind, but that we can keep in mind as a whole that things always work out so we don't have to worry so much. The timing is fine. Sure, maybe you didn't say something this year, but maybe, you know, everything all works out and it's going to be okay. So everything works for the greater good. So I love how they titled it that. And as far as predictions... Um, well, we were talking about bringing characters back, so I saw they Ooh. had the pr- the private detective. What was the detective oh, the that brought the little boy? Oh, I love yeah. him. Yeah. He's coming back? He's coming back Yay. because 
I, maybe he's tracking down, or maybe he's the one that's bringing the news of the guy that's getting out of jail that assaulted the new friend request. Steph is for him. It's gonna be yes. Steph so, is because he's a detective. Yeah, so we were, and she's going to take revenge and all of these things. So I, I'm predicting that, well, we already had a little flavor with Joy, with a little pushback mm-hmm. and what she brings. But I think this new friend request is going to be a tough cookie for the team. Right. She's not, and then it's kind of almost like, well, how do you blame her? Because if she was assaulted or whatever it was, how do you, you know, but I'm wondering what they're going to say to her. Yeah, in order to make sure that she doesn't retaliate. His name is Ray. Thanks, Ivan. Thank you, Ivan. Ivan is the one and the two. (laughs) You're so good. (laughs) Well, my prediction I'm going to add to, I think Arthur is going to probably most likely take the job. Mm. It's been so much fighting and tugging against him and his purpose, and I think he's going to have to do what, he's going to put himself first, and he's going to go ahead and take, because we don't really get the, well, me personally, like, I love him and Trish together, but you don't really get the lovey-dovey. It's just like, it's real subtle, and it works. Like, it's cool, you know, but it's never like, you know, a scene of him just daydreaming about her or just gazing at her, like the way Cara and Miles do, yeah. the way Rakesh and Mamacita um, Jiva do, like, <laughs> yes. or even um, Ali and her ex. The way they show their love, I don't really see that with Arthur and Trish. So I think he's going to probably take the job. Yeah, so, I mean, as a prediction, do you think Trish is going to stay? For you two in the comments, do we think Trish is going to stay if Arthur takes the job for Bishop of New York? We'll be right here next week to talk about it. So make sure you're here to tune in. Same time, same place next week to get this party started for God Friended Me, the after show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Jamie Alexander, and you can find me on Instagram at Jamie Alexander. And you know, I'm your favorite Afro-Latina, Franceli Chapman. Thanks for hanging out with us on the live chat. And hang out with me on all the things at Sally Hangout. And I'm the host y'all clearly did not like today, but it's totally <laughs> fine. I'm your girl, Rochelle. Please continue to comment and let us know. Let's exchange some thoughts. I'm all here for it. And you can follow me at Roach Baby. That's R-O-A-C-H-B-A-Y-B-E-E. Toodles! Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.